from Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. I'm Rifki at Squiz, and on today's show, I go solo to talk about the focus dress and what it's like to suddenly be staring at old photos of yourself in a much smaller body. I'll share a bit about my own body acceptance journey and my hesitations around sizing up my wardrobe. get a little bit of a gorilla out of the room, I'm getting over a cold, which is why I sound a little bit nasally. Um, I feel fine, just sound gross, so sorry about that. It is, oh, I have not wanted to record this episode. I have, I've resisted recording this episode, um, and I think that it is because we're gonna go through a couple of things that I have not fully figured out yet, or that I have not processed I guess or maybe accepted or or anything like that um today I want to talk about the focus stress the focus stress is the newest piece that has been added to the line I think that it is going to become a staple in the collection it is a really cool color block a-line piece and it came out of the archive um let's give you a little bit of an idea of what what I consider the archive or what the archive is some of you may know that I actually started Impact Fashion as a wholesale-only company. So that means that I would design collections with a lot of pieces, 25, maybe 30 pieces even. And then I would show that collection to stores, and stores would make their choices. You know, they would make their selections, place their orders, and we would all go upon our merry way until the next season. I... Stopped selling wholesale for a lot of reasons. I'm sure if you're a listener of the podcast, you've heard me speak about this before. Um, And the result of that is that when, when I stopped selling wholesale, there were a lot of pieces, backtracking a little bit, when you make those big collections for wholesale, you know, those 25, 30 piece collections, not every single one of those pieces is going to end up in production. And that's because it's natural when you have a collection with that many pieces that some really good superstars are just going to get lost. They're just not going to be noticed in the crowd. So you can end up with pieces that don't end up in production or you end up with pieces that are really good and do go into production and then they're in stores for, you know, six months a season or whatever. And that's it. That's, you know, that's, that's the end of them. Um, the focus dress was in that second group. It it did go into production. It was actually quite popular in wholesale, and it was in stores for a season, and that was it. And then I moved on to other styles. Um, and when I stopped selling wholesale, and when I, I you know when I went to into retail exclusively through the website, I I kind of ignored the wholesale pieces, which now I realize was dumb. You know, now I realize was was a mistake on my part, Um, you know, that there are a lot of really great pieces that either did or didn't end up in production that are just really good designs and that I think you lovelies will like. And and going forward, I'm going to be bringing, you know, some more pieces out of the archives. I haven't decided which ones yet or when or whatever. You'll see them as they come out. Um, And that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop designing new pieces that will never stop. But it's, you know, it's something to think about, you know, more. And the focus dress was a piece 
that I pulled from the archive and it got pulled from the archive. It is from my second ever collection. Um, and it got pulled from the archive, uh, in, you know, it was just the way that the scheduling worked out, especially with the opening of the address that was taking up a lot of my time. And I, I was looking through the archive, um, because I was, you know, really tight on time. And I was like, Oh, I wonder if there's, you know, a piece here or two that could be great before Pesach. And turns out that there were plenty of pieces. And, uh, and I chose the focus dress from there. And, it, it ended up being a really, really interesting experience because I have always made my samples to fit me. And like I said, the focus dress is from my second ever collection, I believe. Um, nearly positive it's the second, might be the third. Um, and like I said, because I make the samples to fit me and the focus dress is part of one of those very early collections, it is a, the sample that I had that I was looking at, you know, in the archive, in the closet was a size eight. And I am not that anymore. I am not anywhere close to that. I haven't been a size eight, I think, since 2017. And the launch of this piece and the production of this piece and the dialogue around it has been a very interesting experiment for me because first of all I was put in a very weird situation where I didn't have a sample that fit me I only had a sample that was significantly too small on me um and with the way that the scheduling worked out uh there was no time to do a shoot with a smaller model so I ended up just digging up the photos from 2017 of that dress and and showing those. And, you know, if you've seen the pre-order, if you see the product page for the for the focus dress, you know what? I'll use one of those photos as the episode art for this episode so you can see it there. Um, it is a very old photo of me. And there is something about looking back on very old photos of yourself where you look very different that is a strange exercise. <laughs> it is a it is a strange thing to see. And it's also very strange to do that in in public, which I recognize is ironic that I'm even recording this episode and saying that. Um there was something very concrete about seeing the seeing myself in a real way, in a dress that used to fit me, that no longer does, that I I hadn't confronted something like that. So, so black and white, no pun intended, the dress is black and white, um, but so, so black and white. I hadn't really seen something like that. Um, and I'll be honest, I did make a, I made a, a focus dress for myself in this production run in, um, you know, in a size now, I haven't tried it on yet. And I keep wondering why I'm resisting it. And I'm not totally sure why I'm resisting trying it on. Um, like you can hear, I have been getting over a cold. So there's, I think, a, a little bit of the excuse that I'm give, been giving myself. Oh, you know, you haven't been feeling well, whatever. So I didn't want to, you know, when I try on, it's also, I have to film some things and, and photograph some things and, and all of that. My plan now is to is to do all that on Wednesday after the liquid pop-up, but we'll see. Um, 
but I think there's also definitely a part of me that is resisting trying on a bigger size of a dress that I know that I used to fit into a smaller size of. And see, what's interesting also is that when I look back at the photos of myself at that smaller size, my life now could not support that dress size. Like it, it logistically would not work. Um, and my life now doesn't want that dress size. You know, the, the, that was that was definitely taking a point in my life where I was super focused on what I was eating, super focused on exercise. And yeah, I was smaller, but I was also less happy, I think. And 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 the way that my life is now, I don't think that I could do those things if I wanted to. Um, I mean, short of like literally hiring someone to like meal prep or plan or whatever, um, which is not something that's happening, but Oh, I would love a private chef in my life so I never have to cook again. But that's a different story. <laughs> that's just because I don't like cooking. But yeah, my life now doesn't want to be that size or doesn't want the lifestyle that makes me that size. And yet at the same time, it is very strange to look back at myself in a smaller dress at a smaller size and and see it and be kind of presented with it and all of that way. Um, and the truth is, I mean, listen, I have a, a couple of technical issues with, with changing my size. We all go through the, do I really need to, do I really want to make everything else in my closet bigger? Do I really want to do that? Um, and there's, you know, all of that mental gymnastics to go through on top of that. Um, but I also think that <laughs> I have some technical issues that other people don't when it comes to upgrading your size, which is that every piece in the collection runs the same. So once you know your size in the collection, that is your size in every single piece. Um, but I don't always run the same. So since I model a lot of the pieces, meaning I model every, all of the pieces, I'm not the exclusive model on every piece, but sometimes I am. And since I don't always run the same, I'm always nervous that if I if I size myself up, so if I go from a 10 to a 12, a 12 to a 14, whatever, that people will not realize that I myself have gained weight and um, and therefore I am sizing up. They might think that the dress runs small and it'll just get confusing, which is, I mean, maybe I don't give people too much credit, but I don't know. I think it's confusing. As a consumer, I would be confused, which ends up with me being in a situation where I probably end up wearing um, a size that is too small on me for longer than I should. Um, and I am now currently at the point where I am going to be sizing myself from a 12 to a 14. I made myself a focus dress in a size 14. Um, and you are going to be seeing me modeling more the 14s than the 12s. You'll still probably see me in some 12s. The truth is that I am somewhat between sizes now. Um, and in looser styles, because a, a personal preference thing, and I've spoken about this a lot, um, I do tend to, I like a more fitted look, a more fitted fit. And um, so in styles that are designed looser, I will probably stay in the 12. And in pieces that are already designed to be very fitted, uh, I'll need the 14. And I'm, I'm worried about, hopefully that won't get too confusing, um, but because I'm between sizes, I'll be making those decisions kind of on a dress-by-dress -dress basis, and that feels weird. It does, and I think that it's important to acknowledge that even when 
we reach a point in our lives when we are comfortable in our skin, that does not necessarily mean that we feel that way 100% of the time. In fact, I don't. I think that it does not mean that we feel that way 100% of the time. And I know that you've you've heard um, Rahama Rosenzweig from DRAMA on this podcast say that she would love if I spoke more about posting myself, you know, with my stomach roll showing or whatever. And I've been thinking about what she said a lot, and I still don't really have an answer because there is a certain aspect of this is my job. <laughs> this is what I do. I post myself wearing clothes. And if this is how I look in clothes, well, then I just have to do my job. And I think that for me, which I know is not something that most people have, um, I think that for me, sometimes approaching it as, well, this is my job and this is what has to happen for my job has certainly been helpful. Um, And I also think that a big part has been letting go of the idea that I have to feel 100% confident 100% of the time because I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I also get stuck in this place because I know that a lot of people look at me and assume that I am 100% confident 100% of the time, which is easy to to mistake. You can never really know what's going on in somebody else's head. Um, but as the resident of this head, I can tell you, it's fun up there. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Um, and I think that when we realize that when we give ourselves permission to also feel the hard parts of getting bigger or of not feeling super confident or not necessarily loving the way that we look, I think that I think that that makes it a little bit simpler to accept just the situation overall. And I want to be perfectly clear. I am not mad or I'm not upset or I'm not looking to change the body that I am currently in. Um, like I said before, my current life could not support that size A body and it doesn't want to. But I think that it would be misleading or at the very least irresponsible to not acknowledge that there are expectations that don't go away so easily even when we have separated ourselves from their premise. And that's really where I find myself now. Um, and and that's been an interesting space, I guess you could say, to be in. Um, which, by the way, and I'm hoping to record a video on this soon, the, the funnest part of this has really been seeing shape over size because when you look at pictures of me from 2017 my body shape is exactly the same even though my size is significantly smaller and I find that really fun and really cool to see on myself and I think it'll be really fun for everyone else to see it also on someone who they are used to seeing quite often um, and I just think that overall it'll be a uh, a, a nice comparison so yeah, the, the idea of dressing for your body shape as opposed to your size has never stood out to me more and has never appealed to me more than 
in this season of my life where I am bigger than I have been in the past. And that, and that has been, that has been really nice to see. Um, yeah. And that brings me to the focus dress. It is the newest piece that's a part of collection. Like I said, it came from the archive. So if you have been around for a very long time, you may recognize it. It is a color block flared dress. So the way that the color blocking works, it has a ton of pieces and like each of them work to sculpt this dress into the most beautiful shape that is so super flattering and I really love and I am going to try on soon. And the color blocking works in such a way that the center panels are white and the outer panels are black and the lines follow through into the flare of the skirt and into the shape of the color blocking that we see. So it's actually a really, it's just a very cool piece. Um, it really does work, you know, dressed very up and, you know, just regular Shabbos as well. Um, and it's, oh, oh, and it's all like this beautiful satin fabric. So really, really, really cool. Just layering and texture and, and everything. It's, it's just a really, really cool piece. Um, and yeah, it's the newest piece as part of the collection. It's available in sizes two through 24. And it is coming with me to the Lakewood pop-up, which is happening tomorrow. Yesterday was the Queen's pop-up. It was really fun to get to meet everyone who came. And uh, tomorrow I'll be in Lakewood at Myself Lingerie from 3 to 10 p.m. Um, and they are in the uh, uh, the plaza thing where Cafeteria is. I'm blanking out on the name now. But just Google Myself Lingerie in Lakewood and that's where I'll be. Um from 3 to 10 tomorrow. And then I'll be in Brooklyn on Sunday at D-Rama uh, in Flatbush. And I'm and I'm really looking forward to seeing anybody who can make it over there. Um, if you can't make it to the pop-ups, then uh, the address at American Dream Mall is always open. Select pieces from the line are there. And the focus dress will be there as well. Um, and obviously, impactfashionnyc.com is available, you know, is available at all times. It's free shipping and free returns in the U.S. We are starting to approach the time when if you want to have something before Pesach, you should probably be ordering now. Um, so yeah, definitely take a look there. And if you have any questions about styles or sizing or anything like that, then always feel free to reach out. My email is rifky, R-I-V-K-Y at impactfashionnyc.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram at impact.fashion.nyc. Uh, there's also a WhatsApp status now. So it's 516-953-9391. Um, you can just WhatsApp that number and I'll add you to the status. And that's all the fun stuff happening here before Pesach. Um, and I hope to have new videos of the focus stress on me now in my current size you know, soon. I'm, I'll probably do it Wednesday after the leak would pop up. And yeah, thank you for listening to this. I hope that it, if, I hope that it gave voice to maybe some feelings you've been having about maybe your own dress size or different changes in your life. And yeah, maybe it, may, maybe it helped in some way. Maybe it's helpful to hear um, where I'm coming from. And, and I hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the line or anything that I offer, you can head over to impactfashionnyc.com. On last week's episode, I spoke with Goldie Miller about how she started The Perfect Fit. You can listen to it wherever you're hearing this one. The Be Impactful Podcast is a project of Impact Fashion, the clothing line I created because I believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer. 
See my modest designs that are available in sizes 2 through 24 by going to impactfashionnyc.com. Access all of that by swiping up on the cover art. There are currently 18 people listed by Ora Agunot as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getora.org slash recalcitrant-parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Get Squids. Catch me on Instagram and Facebook at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together.